like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Did you see a vagina today? Raise your hand. I did. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. You definitely saw a vagina. Well, I mean, I saw my own vagina today. Did you see a vagina that's not attached that to your body didn't today? didn't belong to you. If so, raise your hand. Oh, me. Oh, oh, me. oh Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa oh, pick did. me. Oh, pick me. Vanessa, tell us your vagina story. <laughs> So I was driving over here to the uh, to a, the uh, Booze and Brews podcast to, to our emporium. Central, our, yes, our <laughs> podcast uh, st- podcast central <laughs> kitchen space. Um, and I was driving down Wilshire Boulevard, a large street in Beverly Hills, and saw a woman, presumably talking on her cell phone, carrying a, a purse of some sort, wearing a black sleeveless shirt, and nothing else. <laughs> Just and I stared. I stared so hard, being like, "Are those flesh-colored leggings? Are those cut-off jean shorts that I just can't say, see the bottom of?" Please say yes. And then I had a red light, and then I got some time to really investigate. <laughs> and I am here to tell you, Scooby Doo, the mystery that was that was a woman just Donald ducking it on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon down fucking Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah. And then, as Bob's favorite part of the story goes, I was like, "What? The f- I'm staring. I'm staring." The light turns green, so I start to go, and then I look in my, I look back to be like confirming that this yes. is in fact a bottomless woman walking down a fucking street, and it was just luscious booty in luscious the rear view. Luscious booty in the rear view. Bob is now making a song about just it. Just so you know, stay tuned for the end of the episode. There will be. At, we had Merry Christmas, Dead Grandpa. We're now getting luscious booty in the rear view. I'm promising you, it will exist. Stay tuned, people. Yeah, so uh, if all of our listeners who aren't who don't live in the city of Angels and you wonder what is it really like to live in Los Angeles? There you go. Los Angeles is a city where sometimes on a Sunday afternoon, yep. a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. people will just fucking Winnie the Pooh that shit down, down, down the street talking to a to a subway tile or yeah, some shit. So, or or she was on her cell phone and she was literally like, I don't care that, that the no world is seeing shoes? my labia majora right now. Don't care. My belief is that it was like if the more normal I act, the less, less likely, likely it is that anyone is gonna look at my ass cheeks. Or yeah. my labia. Jeez. And and I think it was working because I was literally yeah. looking around being like, is anyone else Somebody else has to be seeing this. And then I was like, I gotta take a picture. And then I was gonna call Melly and be like, there's a vagina, there's a vagina. But I was on, I was driving. You're not supposed Near to. Near a cop shop. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yes, I was also like two blocks away from Beverly Hills City Hall, which is where the Beverly Hills Police Department is. And they this don't woman care. who was walking from that direction as if she had walked by. The cop shop. The fucking Beverly Hills station. Police Department just no pants on. They had arrested her for having walked around with no pants, and then they yep. just let her out because they, they don't have any pants they to still give her. Didn't have I pants think to they give would her. give her pants. Yeah, you don't know that. They definitely have. It's Look, Beverly Hills. We have extra They're furloughing pants. state employees. We don't have the money for basic okay, stuff. Beverly Hills has pants money. Yeah, they have pants. They money. They don't there. have pants. No, babe, no. they have pants money. No, they do. They have 
money for rich people's sidewalks, right? So, but not uh, the poor people pants. No, no, no. So they take the That's, rich people leftover pants that yeah, they go to the like the goodwill. I was like, yes, rich people have said here. I I no longer this. desire these pants. I wore these, these pants pa- twice. Who's a I wore fancy, these pants twice. I wore yeah. these diesel jeans only one time, <laughs> and it's already one time too many for my average pair of pants. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the, give Why are them please. Because, fancy. That's because the fanciest of all fancy people speak with this sort of He's accent. almost That's almost Stewie from Family Guy. It is working towards it, yeah. Yeah, I, anyway. I, I probably just... <laughs> He's like, whatever, stop making my fucking accents. It was a great um, accent. Not, not no, every voice can be television Scott Patch. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I loved it. So so like I listened to back to that episode. And I was like, holy shit, I don't sound like myself at all. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And I kept being like, it's so oh. good. And I felt like the it was not playing in the room as oh, well no, as I it, thought it should have. No, it, it was, just came back and I can't do anything about it. There it is. Because it's, you know, not it's only is it you, great to listen to, it's also fun, fun to, to do. Fun to uh, <laughs> execute on my end. Uh, yeah, so what do you think television Scott Bakula would have done had he seen a woman, Donald Duck in it, down fucking Wilshire, Wilshire. Boulevard? I would have invited her into my Dodge Stratus <laughs> and said, hey, sweetie pie, don't my, let those lips flap in the saber. breeze. Into my saber and said, look, uh, a luscious booty like that <laughs> needs to be cushioned in these fine... They're not. They're not, not leather, leather seats. They're, but it is a high end fabric. It's a naga hide. It's a yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's easy wash. Oh yeah. Oh, which will probably be good to. due to the swamp ass. Yeah. Oh. This, this, the slime trail. The snail, snail trail. Snail She's trail. gonna leave on my fucking fucking oh. legs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, cause it's Jul- it's, it's almost July. July. No, it is it July. is July today. Uh, hey, good thing I paid my rent. Um, <laughs> yep. I, it is July. It's not cold outside. No, it's, it's not. Quite, in fact, it is the opposite of cold. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's not, no, pants warm. No. But it is rather warm yes. outside. Yeah, it's been hot. So imagine. So yeah, imagine smell. you got a pound of paps in order to make yourself feel better. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so that's what I was greeted with on my drive over here today. But, and vagina. Now, and and, and I forgot about it. And then we looked at a fucking D&D monster manual for like an hour and a half being like, ooh, dragon, dragon. turtle. And then I was just like, oh my God, vagina. I totally have to tell you about <laughs> this vagina story. My vagina story. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't open with the vagina story. And you know what, listeners, you're welcome. Now you have also been regaled with this, the the tale of Vanessa's vagina story. Yeah, not Vanessa's vagina. On not the her vagina. No, no, no. No, this yeah. is a drunken. This is like code for Vanessa was just walking down the street. Vanessa with no pants would on. walk down the street with no pants on, but I would be in underpants. Right. Yes, I wouldn't go underpantsless down the street. I would 100% do it in underpants, though. <laughs> I get it. I don't like pants either. But you got to wear pants outside. You do. We, as an American society, yep. have decided that pants are part of what we do when we leave the house. This yes. is not anarchy. Yeah. No. Okay. When I said I was like, it's not Europe. This is, yeah, yeah. Look, in Europe, you wear drawstring pants or nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Linen drawstrings or nothing. Linen drawstrings or no pants at <laughs> no all. No pants or, at or, all. Or tight cigarette pants. That's all. There are okay. two options. <laughs> Uh, so on that note, hi. <laughs> this is 
a very special America edition of the Booze and Brews podcast. Yes, this is the podcast where we, three red-blooded Americans, <laughs> will tell each other ghost stories. And drink thematically appropriate American beer. Yes, and... and for this episode, most of the time it's not. Yeah, I think we've... Uh, we do mostly. Yeah, American. we do mostly. And yeah, this, you did a French beer last week. Yeah, Melly brought in a beer I think she was thinking was like, oh, shitty American beer. It's America. It's in a can. Good. It's fucking delicious. Bob has Bob been is like, like freaking out jubilantly about it. yelling about this beer. He likes it very much. His like voice went up like lot. six octaves. He's like, oh my god, god. It is really good. It's um, we're gonna we'll get to the beer review yeah. part, but it's a fucking Pabst, guys. We're drinking a Pabst, America. and it's good. And it's not like baseball beer good. It's like good, good. It's yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I would I would drink six of these at a baseball game. Yeah, like, it's it's still in that continuum. Or a barbecue but it's like for the, a Fourth of July barbecue, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Tied to this episode. Yeah, you could 100% pound a six pack of these while grilling out some steaks. That's right. It's got flavor. It's drinkable. Some I corn we, we on need the to cob. tell the story because I'll, I'll just talk about I, it. All I'm going to call right now. You win because of this beer. <laughs> we don't know that. We'll see. <laughs> My ghost story is not that great. Um, but, but you yes. do go first this week. Yeah, I do you, go you first. Go first. That's why and we're drinking this beer. Yeah, and we're doing America, America. Ghosts. Because, the America. because this Wednesday, America, we are celebrating our independence from the aliens that came and tried to defeat us in 1996 starring Bill Pullman and Will Smith and Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum and, Gold and that weird effeminate gay guy that we can't remember his name <laughs> who died spoiler alert anyway they all died they all died oh my America. god there's aliens coming yeah, that's the guy David David yeah. um so yes, uh, yeah. So we're bringing you America Ghost. We're bringing you revolutionary. revolutionary we're building you ghosts. making of America, America ghosts. That's right. That's right. The ghosts yes. of a revolution. Yes. Ooh, that's a that's the Ooh. album that Luscious Booty in the rear view. <laughs> He's on Ghosts of the Revolution. Ghosts of the Revolution. <laughs> okay. Hit single that Luscious Booty. Um, luscious Luscious Booty in the rear view. Luscious Booty in the rear view. No. So. The Revolutionary War hero I have selected, who is a ghost. Tell me about it. Tell me I'm about gonna it. I'm going to tell you about it. He's a... I'm going to... It's going to right in. His name is... Do it! Mad Anthony Wayne. Mad Anthony Mad Wayne. Mad Anthony Wayne. This is American as shit already. Wait, yeah. wait. Is he a large man or a small man? Might he be a Lil Wayne? Is he medium-sized Wayne? I would give him... Fun-sized well, Wayne. Well, no, no, because this is 1700s. They were they made him a lot shorter back regular then. Regular-sized Wayne. They He's did. probably regular-sized Wayne. I wouldn't buy an album from regular-sized no, Wayne. No, we wouldn't. No, and average Wayne. Average, average Wayne. Wayne. No. Normal <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So, Anthony Wayne uh, was born on January 1st, 1745. Oh, New Year's baby. New Year's baby. To a wealthy family in Paoli, Paoli, Shh, fuck you, Pennsylvania. Peyote, yep, yep. Pennsylvania. Peyote, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Put the drugs in your butt and have a baby. Um, which is about... Poop them out, have a bump of a drug butt baby. <laughs> drug butt baby. There's <laughs> a drug butt baby. Um, <laughs> that there is, might be two that songs That is also a song. Off of Ghost right, of the Revolution. Down. Drug butt but baby. Um, it, no, so this town is about 45 minutes west of Philadelphia. Born and raised on the playground is where he spent most oh, of his days. Oh, like chilling out Max relaxing. and relaxing all cool. And then shooting, shooting some, some b-ball, b-ball out by the school. Yeah, yep. you know what? But then you know what I bet happened? What a happened? Of guys. I bet a, a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in the neighborhood. Oh my God. I bet he got in one little fight. Did his mom get scared? Yeah, and she said, you're moving my auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Where you can see the lady we know where people walk around with no pants on. Ah! 
Bel Air and Beverly Hills are different cities are for different. those of you that don't live in yes. Los Angeles. Yes, sorry. <laughs> and for you people who live in LA, yeah. I know they're different. Yeah. God. Also, I think there are more people walking around without pants in Bel Air and I think everyone's fine with it. Oh, yeah. In all their gated communities. Yeah, it's basically just fucking eyes wide shut up there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before finding his calling in the military, um, Anthony worked as a surveyor in Canada. A sur- Oh, he made maps. So, yes. He He's a, a mapsman. Mapsman in Canada. He worked at a tannery. He tanned people? Like a spray tannery? Like leather tannery. Leather. Leather tannery. Leather and tannery. No, I like my way better. Okay, you can have Um, it. And also... (laughs) Thank you for your permission. Went to college. uh, The university that... uh, The future University of Pennsylvania, but did not graduate. Okay. Um, He's a college dropout. He's a college dropout. Playing too much World of Warcraft. Yes. Oh, man. Um, Just fucking eating Tostinos. No, actually, what happened was in 1776, perhaps you've heard of this. Oh. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. No, a little bit before that, babe. You, you big dumb dumb. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. You're so dumb. <laughs> um, <but> no. <laughs> he can't stop laughing at his own dumb joke. He's going to write that down too. Oh. 1776, Columbus, <laughs> the ocean blue. Um, but no, in 1776. He can't stop laughing at his own stupid fucking dad joke. stupid. Yup. That um, Paps is hitting you hard. It really is. Five <laughs> percent Paps. Mm. Um. So, but in 1776, um, America was all yeah, no independence. They said we ain't gonna take it. No, no, we, we ain't, ain't gonna, ain't gonna take, take it. We're, We're not, not gonna, gonna take, take it, it anymore. anymore. <laughs> Thank you, D. You're welcome. Um, that <laughs> I committed year, to that. You yeah. did. You got like the head wiggle yeah. and everything. Um, but no, so that year, Anthony became colonel of the 4th Pennsylvania Battalion, uh, served on the northern fronts, uh, taking part in the failed attempt to invade Canada. Apparently you don't do that because what happens is you try to invade Canada, they meet you with hockey sticks and maple syrup and you're done. Yeah. They give you a sticky maple. Yep. Sticky and maple. Then and then they send they you back you, over they the border. They give you a nice toque and send you home. <laughs> they pat you on the butt and they go, hey, nice go They, they send go, you home champ. with a nice furry hat. Yep. And uh, then a thing of maple syrup. They're like, just take it. We got just so go goddamn much Get out of here. It. It's maple candy. It's ma- yeah. Oh, maple candy. Mm. Maple candy is good. Yes. Yeah, so where you just take the maple syrup and then you freeze it in the snow. In the snow. In the snow. Um, mm-hmm. And he also um, commanded a key post at Fort Ticonderoga, making pencils into ships for the Continental Army. Oh, Fuck yeah. Okay. I made that up. No, oh. no, no. That's factual. It's factual. Yeah, you can. It's on the internet now. Um, he also so made motorcycles out of, <laughs> out of, pencils. Out of pencils. pencils. Yeah. Pencil um, cycles. About a year later, he was promoted to brigadier general. Oh, so the man yeah. moved up quite quickly. Um, and George Washington sent him to the sorry troops of the main Continental Army, where he commanded a brigade of um, Pennsylvanians. All right. So and at this point. So he went from making pencils to commanding pens. To commanding pens. Okay. Got, Got it. A good I'm one. all caught up. Got it. That was, that real was really good. delightful. I enjoyed that. Should I, oh, I got should I laugh about it for three and a half minutes? No, because <laughs> I, I only liked it on an intellectual level, not in like it was actually funny. Bob likes <laughs> it less now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's not funny anymore. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about Columbus. Yum, 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 yum. At this point in the war, his help was greatly needed. As in 1777, we, the Continental Army, were in a very sorry. State. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't winning. We had a lot of troubles in the beginning of the war. Really, until did. France came and saved our asses. A lot yeah. of false starts. A lot of it was just yeah. bad. A lot of stop and goes. A lot of a lot of dying of poopery. Yep, a lot of dying of poopery. Ooh. A lot of dying in the fucking heat and yep. shit. Yeah, yep. not, not good, good times. or freezing to death at yeah. Valley Forge. Look 
looking at you, Washington. Yeah, you either got hot shit or cold, cold shit. shit. These are the two just, kind of ways you can shit out. yourself to death. Um, but Anthony was very well read in military tactics and history and was also quite a force of a personality okay, himself. Okay. Um, he demanded his troops always look their best because, as we know, women go crazy for a sharp dressmaker. Oh. Love a man in uniform. Yes. Girls so never crazy. Go crazy my sharp dress. dress military man. Um, so, yeah, he made sure his people were always fancy schmancy. Always looking fly. Right. Always, always looking fly. Spray yeah. tanned. Ooh, yes, yes. <laughs> Always spray tanned. Um, he got a discount. He used to work there. <laughs> he um, also was a total hard ass with his troops. He was a disciplinarian, earning him the nickname Mad Anthony. So this is how oh, it came he to Oh, because he grumpy. Be. I thought he was like, crazy Anthony. So no, he's just mad. Story, he's so just the, mad. The story goes that when a soldier that called himself the Commodore... Uh, was, yes! ar- was arrested. Guys, that's my new nickname. The fancy Commodore? Tuna the is Commodore? dead. The Commodore. <laughs> the Commodore the lives. Commodore flies high. <laughs> Commodore the fancy lives. Commodore? The fancy Commodore. Commodore. Oh. No, I'll stay Fancy Tuna. Um, <laughs> no, he wasn't. Fancy Tuna, parenthetical. The Commodore. The Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> the um, so yeah, the Commodore. It's, it's the remix. <laughs> was arrested and tried to get Anthony to intervene so he could go free. Um, mm. And Anthony said, no, you should actually be flogged instead. Oh, damn. So the Commodore 64 was not having it. and he proclaimed Commodore 64. <laughs> and he proclaimed, Anthony is mad. Farewell to you. Clear the co- coast for the command, uh, Commodore, Mad Anthony's friend. And then he walked away. Um, so soldiers, Drop the mic, walk away. Drop the mic, walk away. So soldiers in Anthony's brigade were like, yeah. That's pretty fitting. He is, is kind of mad. mad. Yeah, um, mad all the time. That this is, is a grumpy man. Mad Anthony is also the man who fought off four attempts at mutiny. Four attempts uh, at mutiny. He was like, "You mutiny? I'll fucking show you a mutiny." He so, just walked around the boat, just kicking guys in the dick. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Um, now you listen to me. So the first time he browbeat the leaders of the first group until they just gave up. Okay. Oh, he's well, browbeating just means that you insult them, right? Yeah. 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 He insulted them into into. <laughs> he like fucking filibustered it's them totally out of just. He was. You think you're a new mutiny? You're an idiot. You're a stupid idiot. Way more swears though, because according to the biography I read, he's an expert cursor. Oh. Expert cursor. So he. Very colorful language. He sweared them into quitting into a mutiny. Uh, yeah, submission. Yeah, yeah. God damn, this guy makes me feel terrible. Um, the he <laughs> and the second he you want to be friends with him, don't you? The I, leader, absolutely not. <laughs> he aimed a pistol at the leader of the second rebellion until that rebel guy was like, "No, no, please don't shoot me, please don't kill me." Oh, because that dude, because that dude is life. probably also just like string of expletives. Oh yeah, holding the fucking pistol. I'm gonna fucking like, shoot he's you. He's crazy enough to do it, man. Yeah, he will murder me. And and it's fucking olden time. So even if he like clips me in the shoulder, I'm gonna fucking, fucking die. die from yeah, it. gangrene is not to be joked with. It yeah, is, no. And, and people die into the shits. There's shit there's everywhere. Shit everywhere. Um, Everything. It's a bullet made of shit. Yes, a frozen a shit. Ball of Commodore, shit. the entire brigade's dying of the shit death. What do we do? <laughs> what do we Nothing. do? And he's yeah. all like, fuck you, shit. Better get back on the line, you get fuck. Get back on your motherfucking line, shit, cocksucker, bitch. Dickhead. Big dickhead. Big dickhead. Get out of the front line and shit your pants, you fuck. <laughs> and you know what? Those pants better be fucking clean. Yeah, I want those <laughs> pants clean by sundown. Use the snow, goddammit. <laughs> um, and for the last two, he court-martialed the last two. Uh, the first, oh, he had to call the popo. He called the popo. So the first court-martial ended in the hanging of four people. Damn. And in the second and final court-martial... He was like, you know what? No, I'm really going to put an end to this. So he personally 
fucking executed them in front of his entire battalion. Oh my god. Do not fuck with Matt Anthony. Tell Dude. me he stabbed him 117 times with a butter knife. <laughs> I wish. 118. It was even better than you thought. Even better. Even better. <laughs> he just shot him in the face. Um, this guy's so, great. Uh, this guy is a monster. This guy is He's insane. a literal monster. And if you look at him, white-haired, like yeah. dopey, fat white guy, it's awesome. Um, some of his military battles are also fitting of the mad nickname. Okay. Um, in 1779, um, just like what had happened to his troops a couple years before, he... Um, staged a midnight bayonet attack of the British soldiers Ugh. at Stony Point, even taking an enemy musket ball off the dome. Wow. Dang. So he kind of got shot, sort of grazed off the head. And he would have went and continued to stab people yes. in the guts to death. To death, yeah. So that had happened to him in a couple years before. This and guy doesn't he was give like, a shit about anything. the script, we're going to sneak in on you and just bayonet stab you yeah. in the middle of the night. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, so when the war ended in 1783, he became a serial killer. Yeah, he already was. <laughs> he, he got he, in a taste for human blood. <laughs> human. <laughs> and he was like, I want to do this forever. Um, no, he had earned the ranking of major general, um, but his career wasn't totally over at the end of the war. Um, he yeah, we had more wars to fight. We there had were more, more wars, wars to, fight to fight against Britain. Yeah. My name um, is Anthony, and I'm here to say I'm going to be a general in a major way. <laughs> Wow. How long were you thinking oh. about that? You were so quiet for a real long time. You were thinking about you that. You just said Major General. And that was just the first thing that came to mind. And then I stopped. And that's what I had to do. Today is going to be this episode of jokes that are all bad, but really, really just good. for me. Just for Bob. <laughs> this is Today's the Podcast Bob episode. Yeah, Podcast yep. Bob. Um, <laughs> no, so he commanded the new Legion of the United States Army. So that's what it was called, Legion of the United States. That so we didn't have like an actual like army. A cult. But we had a cult sure, army. Sure, sure, sure. Um, in 1796. Did he make them get spray tans? Yes. Okay. Just um, making sure he's yes. consistent. Yes. In 1796, he decided to move his headquarters of this Legion of the United States from the Michigan, Ohio area because it was set up there because it was Don't the throw war. Your at me. It was the war of the Northwest in, or war against the Indians. We were murdering Indians. As we were wont to do in the olden times. Yes. Indians. Native Americans. We murdered the people who we originally stole Stole this land land from. from. We're like, cool. Thanks for this land. Winky. Thanks for teaching us how to farm. Have some smallpox. Yeah. Have some alcoholism. Oh, oh, some of you you didn't die from smallpox? Bayonet in the face. Mm. Yeah. We were not nice. We're still not nice to the Native Americans. Um, So they moved from that area to Pittsburgh, which is where the area from where he was from. Okay. He's like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Philly, I know. Not that close, but whatever. Um, well, we're both in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Close enough to state proximity. You could that walk there in a week. Day. It's fine. Yeah. yeah it's Calm fine. down, internet. Um, but at this point, Anthony was not in the best of health. Um, he had developed a pretty serious case of the gout. Oh. And the gout. The gout. Yes. And by the time that he um, left, or sorry, landed in the Erie, Pennsylvania area, there was like a, there was a, not a, base checkpoint thing but there was like some sort of army station in okay, Erie so okay. by the time he made it there um, the gout had spread to his abdomen and a oh, stomach oh no he got a gouty dick he's got a gouty and he and the um, and a stomach ulcer 
mo- uh, possibly ruptured, which caused an infection. Ooh. And there was at that point, there was really a, not a whole this hell of a lot like to be done. This seems like a super fun way to die. Oh, very yeah. painful way to die. Uh, that was the uh, everybody he's ever killed coming back to haunt. Uh, to get yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. Everyone that's, he that's, ever that's, insulted into submission. Yeah, that's fucking karma for that's you, That's your comeuppance, motherfucker. Um, so there was not much that could be done, and he died on December 15th, 1796. And per his wishes, he was um, dressed in his best uniform and buried at the foot of the camp's flagstaff. Um, a simple stone monument and wooden fence marked his grave and was taken care of by the people who were stationed at that. Um, so they just buried him at the place that he died at. Yeah, at, at the, the military camp, place where the, he was working where he died. Exactly. And okay. he said that's okay. what he wanted. Okay. Um, unfortunately, years later, the army left this blockhouse. Yeah, they were like, and deuces. Yeah, and his grave uh, just fell into neglect. So in 1808, um, Anthony's kids thought it would be a really great idea to move the body back to the family plot in Radnor Township, Pennsylvania. Sure, sure, so sure. We've that, all been there. We've all been there. So Anthony's son Isaac went to Erie in 1809 and in his, the job was, yeah, I'm going to get the guy's remains. I'm going to go get dad's remains. I'm going to go dig up daddy. No, no, no. So <laughs> Digging he's up not daddy. Traveling, this season on the new CW. Traveling with Isaac was the guy, was an old friend of Anthony's, Dr. J.C. Wallace. And it was him who was going to do the digging. Um, it was Wallace's job to do the actual exhuming of the body. So upon opening the casket. Now why is that? Is there a particular reason? Uh, he just didn't want to do the dirty well, work. Well, I feel himself. like because Anthony's like his dad is a famous military man. I'm sure he's like a fancy man, and he's like, I, I a do fancy not, man I does do not despoil my hands with common dirt. Do you have any idea what my father was like if I ever got these trousers dirty? Well, I will not dig a single well, thing from this thing, ground. Like, I just got a new spray tan. If I sweat, it will go streaking. <laughs> but it's it's. It's kind of also gross because you're digging up a dead fucking body. And how many years has he been? It's 96 to 1808, so a little over 10, 12 years. Okay, so he's okay. He's so mostly they, bony at so this they, point. Uh, that's what the, they expected, but guess what? Oh, no. Nice segue, Vanessa. He was alive. He Upon lived for 14 years the casket, He's actually a vampire, and he's like, good morning. <laughs> he's um, like, I am so thirsty. I, could I use your blood? Um, no, upon opening the casket, they were actually greeted by a body that was in shockingly good condition for being dead 10 years. Is it um, really snowy there? Is it only, like frozen the ground or something? I mean, it does get cold and wintry in Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, maybe. No, what they found, only parts of one foot and leg had decomposed. The rest of it, they said, was very um, squishy. But it was still there. But he was squishy. There was still flesh, though. So he was kept fresh by he his was, rage. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, Perfectly his, preserved his, rage. Yes. It, the rage was totally preserved yes. into this body. Dig me out of this ground, you fucking asshole. Shit. But that left. My pants are so dirty. But that left us with a conundrum. They thought they were going to unearth the body and find bones that they could then take into like a smaller bag and transport. But what they found was, was a body. body Here's the problem. Boner. Yes. <laughs> oh. A massive erect penis. No, massive. instead. <laughs> no, but the, now the problem was um, we don't want to transport. Now, this was in the days they before. They were like, we didn't bring a coffin. We brought a bag. Yeah, they br- well, they brought a little tiny box, like essentially for bones. We brought you the shoe box. We were going to bury the hamster in it. We thought, but you know what? Let's move madness. daddy instead. We needed the piano box. This is shitty. Yeah, <laughs> no, but the problem was they. Now, this was in the days before they embalmed bodies. Yeah. So now you're going to take a decomposing, now that you're exposed oh, to the elements. this is just putrid flesh, man. This is just going to start to fucking smell. off the bone. Yeah. This is like how you make soap. Like, yeah, this is it's gross. Not, it's very so, tender. So Fall off the bone. The doctor exactly. was left with a conundrum, what to do with the body. So he's like, I got it. I know what I'm going to do. 
he was like, um, I'm going to separate the flesh from the bone and we'll take the skeleton back to Radnor Township. I was a little we'll bit like, you the- should burn him and just take the bones. No, they didn't burn him, honey. So they, they just di- cut it. They off. dismembered the body. It falls right mm-hmm. off the bone. And parts made and the some, and the body Tony. parts were boiled in a large iron kettle. Mm. And then once they were all juicy, the doctor scraped the flesh, carved the flesh off the bone, scraped the bones clean. When they were done, the bones were packed in a small casket and the flesh instruments used in this procedure and the kettle were put back into the original casket and reburied. So he's literally buried now in two places. In two His places. fleshy bits yeah. are buried. Buried. He has a guts and flesh burial yes. and a bones burial. And yeah. then a bones burial. Now, yeah. the problem is... That is nasty. When That's... transporting the bones back to Radnor Township, not a good casket, very bumpy. Bones were fucking flying all over the way. Many dogs were following the car. Many <laughs> dogs were following. No, bones were fucking flying out of the uh, the little buggy, the horse buggy. Did, the, did this casket not have a lid? It was not a good lid. It was open. It was, it was a, a shoebox. It, it was had, a shoebox. Yeah. It just like it had a open. skylight. Yeah, <laughs> and it just yeah. up and out. Yeah. <laughs> the moonroof on a seventeen hundreds cart. Eighteen hundreds, please. Eighteen hundreds. I've never seen one of these before. It's incredible uh, it's new feature great, sunroofs. It's a great sunroof. And then did you know when the the moon's out? Moonroof becomes moon a moonroof. Becomes you got a sunroof moon and a moonroof. All in one roof. Um. And that is what leads to a good old-fashioned haunting. Um, yeah, bar- because they left his fucking fleshy bits in one part in a pot, and then bones <laughs> fell and out then, along and then the entire route. Part of home. his bones. Yeah, because when they got there, they looked in. They go, "That's not all of his bones." We got, they, Where they, they the rest like, of his bones like, go? We have a head, a clavicle, and like a two femur. feet, one arm, and that's it. That's it. Like a couple toes. This is really weird. It's weird. And a man. dog comes up with a bone. With a bone. <laughs> like, no, 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 get, no, get dead. back. Get your head out of your mouth. That's gross. Um, no, so... <laughs> it is gross. You are not wrong. <laughs> no. So it is said on every New Year's Day, on Anthony's birthday, the ghost of the general is seen riding his horse, Nancy, up along Route 320, 322. Horse named Nancy. I was about to hang on. The horse named Nancy. Nancy. Okay, that is another song that's going on our horse album. Named Nancy. Horse, horse named Nancy. Horse named Nancy. Yeah. Um, would be seen riding along Route 322 in search of his bones. So he's just looking. Does he care about he's his in, giant pot of rotting flesh? No, he's good with that being. He's gone. good with that. He's he's, he's more concerned he's like, about. You the know bone what? Arm. I've been trying to slim down. I'm really only concerned with the bones. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. Yes, we've all there been are there. also. I, we've all been there. We've all been there. No, there are also some other stories where, like, you see, or people have seen what they say is General Anthony um, riding his horse into battle, like fiercely, like you see him like charging just, at just something, fucking calling everyone with, shit dicks, saying you know shit dick on his like evil uh, horse Nancy yeah, on just Nancy the horse with very fancy clothes, very very fancy clothes, very orange skin. But what people most often see is the the ghost of a man on horseback riding up along this Route 322 on his just, birthday, just that, just, on his birthday, just shouting tit turd into the just wind, tit turd right yeah. into them, just um, fucking everyone sugar tits man <laughs> um and also fun fact his home which they called waynesboro clever they didn't call it wayne's world not wayne's world <laughs> waynesboro. Uh, missed opportunity there guys Party i know time. excellent excellent wee, 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 wee. um no it is also said that that home is to be haunted by anthony but i've never i didn't find any like good bits okay. of so him he like lives there and then once a year he goes and tries to find his boner and then he comes back he tries to find his boner um, on his horse yelling obscenities yeah. but the wife of his um great grandson <laughs> who died in a fire in the home is also said to haunt that place so that's oh. another good kind of fun ghosty thing um also 
excellent way to die in yes. fire in super fire fun so what happened super was painless. she accidentally set herself on fire and then tried to get people's attention by throwing a candlestick out the window so the <laughs> she couldn't just yell help fire. i'm on fucking fire <laughs> no sets the rest of the town on, on fire. fire now everyone's on fire now Wait, everyone's i was dead. writing something down who was this this is the wife of um, Anthony's great grandson because it, it's got a, got the it, family it, home. So up until very very recently, there were members of the Wayne family that were living there, um, and this so only incredible. women are able to hear the sounds of glass breaking, screaming, and crying. Well, it's probably just because women are the only ones paying attention. <laughs> True, <laughs> men don't pay attention. Um, and then my final, I will leave you with my favorite part of the yeah, story. Yeah. So the man's name is Matt Anthony Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Are you familiar, you guys? With Bruce Wayne, Batman. I, sure, sure. I, I know of the Batman named after Anthony Wayne. Is, is he, he really? really? Yes, yes. It is Bill Finger, who's one of the creators of Batman, um, did do an interview, I guess, at some point, and he did say that Wayne, the Wayne name, he wanted something colonial, like he wanted an old family yeah, name. Yeah, so yeah. he was going through and looking, and that's where he saw Anthony Wayne and was like, "Yes, Wayne," and that's how he get Bruce Wayne. Does he know that Anthony Wayne was a giant pile of human doucheness? I don't know how much research, you know, Mr. Finger did. Yeah, he was just like, Wayne's a good name, I'm taking it. Wayne's a good name. It sounds, it's like a, yeah, exactly. It's like a noble, colonial, old name. Yeah. But Batman. That's how we got Bruce Wayne. I love it. Because of mad Anthony Wayne and his horse riding. Like Nancy, Nancy Nancy the horse. Nancy the horse riding up and down Route 322 in rural Pennsylvania looking for his boner. Looking for his bonus, swearing up a storm. Swearing, swearing up a storm. storm. But yes, so that I, I in immaculately this, clean trousers. I yeah. picked this story because of the disgusting way in which his bones were so lost. Gross. So gross. That is but nasty. That, that one it touched a uh, spot. I was like, I really love this. Which brings me to my beer. Yeah. We need to talk about this beer. I picked the most American beer that I Fuck could yeah, find today uh, to celebrate the Fourth of July, America's Independence. So I selected Pabst's American Pale Ale. Um, it's got a beautiful red, white, and blue flag yeah. on the bo- uh, on the can. It's, it's really a fun. Tall boy, tall boys, which is what you drink it's when like you go to a, baseball games. Which is America's. Fuck. It's like a fun new font. It's, it's like a, a fun handwritingy font. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it is. It is basically a f- more flavorful Pabst. It's yes. like they took Pabst, Pabst and they hopped it. Yeah, they hopped well, that pa- shit up. Pabst is normally a lager too, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. See, this is this is an ale. This is an ale, and it's hopped. But it's super drinkable. And yeah. it's an American pale. It's American, American as shit. It's smooth. It's, it's got some hop to it. Yep. It's and great. this And, and this, we discovered it's 5%. 5%. Which is a really soft. If you're looking for a baseball beer, this I feel is like it. 5% is, is your like sweet spot. This is a great 4th of July barbecue. You're with your friends. You're by the pool at the grill. You're like, I'm going to pound a cold one because goddamn America. Like, you're not going to make people any. People died for this freedom. I'm going to drink this beer. You're not going to make any like craft beer snoot friends, but you're going to know something they but don't you know. You're going to have a really you're gonna good have, fucking You're going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just drinking Pabst, man, because who gives a shit? Because I'm, I'm not a turd. But you're going to know. But you look America as fuck drinking you look this thing shit, at that party. And you're going to know that you're actually drinking one of the best beers at the party. Yes. It's so good. It is very and good. And shout out because this is from the Pabst Brewing Company in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. Boop, boop. Which apparently Pabst Brewing's existed since 1844. So it's almost as old as your story. Almost yeah. as old as my story. Thanks, I'm America. I'm super about this Pabst American Pale Ale. I, yeah. I, I, did, I was like, it's going to taste like a Pabst. 
it's good. so good. I know. When I first cracked it, I was just like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm be scared. Honest. I'm gonna say it. I'm scared. I like this beer. Yeah. Yeah. And I like at first, I was like, like, she was gonna say she's gonna hate I it. I was like, someone oh, no. else to drink it because I was like, someone else tell me I'm not crazy. Crazy. And this beer is good. And then Bob I, lost this, his fucking I think this mind. Beer I lost my fucking mind. There's nothing wrong with this. Beer. I cannot understand. It is. It is beer flavored beer. It is beer flavored beer. It's not like a. There's no deep like super. No. It is There's one no, of like, the best, whatever. like mass produced beer flavored beers that are around right yes. now. I would say brewed with oh, what? Liberty Cascade hops, motherfucker! And Liberty hops. You yes. West State. You, you West drink. State. I drink Liberty and piss freedom with Pabst American I, Pale I, Ale. I piss suck freedom. a dick, Canada. With no. your socialized medicine and your your sane leaders and and your and your handsome yeah. sane leader. Yeah. Sane leader. Fuck you and your charismatic ruler <laughs> and your healthcare and, and your, your nice national people. unemployment rate that's super low fuck you fuck you <laughs> you're still my fucking hat and this beer's delicious yeah america's hat uh so yeah uh that's 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 delicious that was a wonderful story it is delicious beer delicious beer. we're gonna we're come back we're gonna come back for america round two america part two yeah. Coming your way to save the motherfucking day, yeah, America. Fuck yeah. So lick my butt and suck on my balls. On that note, Vanessa, hey, do you have a American story? vagina walking down Wilshire. There's this booty in the rear I drank about half of my beer on break. Yes. Because it was cold and refreshing and delightful. And eating a delicious slice of pizza. Yeah, and I had some pretzels. I had a I had a bite of the pizza. Oh, you had a bite. There was a lot more pizza left for me. Okay, good. There's a lot more pretzels for me. Um, I as I looked down at my notes whilst trying to mentally prepare for my turn my story. What happened? As I have told you, is a long story. Yeah. I was like, oh no. Maybe you need more pizza. American wristwatch. I think we have American <laughs> wristwatch. Fuck you, Ireland. American wristwatch. All right. No, it's my turn. I'm going I'm to do a I'm a professional. I'm going to order a pizza right now. It's going to come oh mid-episode. I don't need any more pizza. You say that now. <laughs> I've had an entire pizza. If I eat that piece, it's I will whole this pe- weekend have eaten an entire pizza. Is that weird for you? Is that bad? Yes. Oh, me too. <laughs> Your pizza was bigger, and there's more of it in the fridge. I know, but I usually kill it. It doesn't Pretty. matter what I do with a pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, my Frankish wristwatch. Frankish? Yeah. From Franklin? Sure. Yep. Australian wristwatch. Uh, okay, so my revolutionary Palestinian guest. wristwatch. <laughs> I don't know. Azerbaijanian wristwatch. <laughs> um, my story. I'm going to tell you the story. Please. Tell me a story. Me a story. Of the Burr family. The Burr. Ian Burr? The, yes, the yes. peanut butter guy? Uh, which before Hamilton came out, anytime someone mentioned Aaron Burr, I would just think of that Got Milk commercial because he's so sad at the end when he's like what looking he around his apartment. He's like, oh, milk, milk. It's if you've not seen that Got Milk Please, commercial, it's fucking what, YouTube, YouTube it. it. I'm sure if you just Google Aaron Burr milk commercial, oh, it'll show it's up. Delightful. Maybe you, I, I maybe you that. listeners not in America don't know what we're talking about. Maybe you we'll listeners Google not it. in America also don't know who Aaron Burr is. For, well, guess what? Vanessa's going to tell you. Yep, he is just the for bullet. I, I remember yeah. 
every everything. shot of yeah. that episode. Just for background, Aaron Burr is someone who shot someone else whilst being a sitting vice president of yep. the United States. Yep. Not the only one to do that. Remember who else did that? Who? Dick, Dick Cheney. Cheney. <laughs> Aaron Burr did it in 1804. Then we had a real long break real where long. our vice presidents didn't shoot people. Nope. And then Dick Cheney came along shot and shot some motherfucker in the face. And then that motherfucker went on TV and apologized for getting in Dick Cheney's way. way whilst he was shooting. That's America's That fuck. is America's Where you get fuck. shot in the face by the vice president and apologize and then apologize. Wait, I didn't realize the guy like I shot in the face apologized. Yes. Yes. apologize. Yeah, I know. Look, he's old. No, he's no, got no. that crinkly he like, face. He like, he's getting all this bad press. It wasn't his it fault. Wasn't his it fault. was my I, fault. He literally was yes. like. He pulled his gun out. There was a bird. I dove in front of it. <laughs> I, look, look, I deserved it. I made him mad. I shouldn't have done it. I, he was like a battered wife. Like, I told him we needed to get out of Iraq and he yeah. was just like ah! just fucking bird shot right. to the fucking face you get on yeah. TV and tell him I didn't shoot you in the face I'm and, Dick Cheney and he like had bird shot to the face so his face yeah, was, it was like, all fucked, fucked up in the <laughs> interview on TV the fucked up ass face going it was See, my fault no, I, yeah. I deserved this I deserved this battered wife syndrome on TV oh, fucking Dick Cheney oh you know times are tough when you miss Bush yeah you do because he was just stupid. He was just a dumb. Okay, but yeah, yeah, he was stupid and then like had Darth Vader like yeah, puppeteering as his, him. Strategery. Yeah. Strategery. Yeah. <laughs> I am the decider. I'm the decider. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're not, we're way, we're hundreds of years before that. Yeah, we, oh, okay. we're going to talk about the Burr family. This is where we do specifically the scratch, the uh, yep, yep. record scratch. scratch fever. Go yep. back. So specifically, we're going to talk about Aaron Burr. Aron so, Burr. Aron Burr. So Aron Burr is actually Aron Burr Jr. Aron uh-huh. Burr Sanchez. <laughs> Aron Dirty Sanchez. Um, wow. So he was born <laughs> in Newark, New Jersey. In to a family of people who love to smear poopy penises on their faces. <laughs> Yeah, that's Dirty Sanchez. accurate. Yep. Dirty Sanchez. Definitely. Nailed um, it. He was born in 1756. God, numbers are hard. Um, he was the second child. Um, he has an older sister named Sarah, who a lot of reports also call Sally, as if that is a nickname for Sarah. It's Which not. It is not. I don't know. Or she's a woman and not important and no one they remembers care her name. Bitch's might have been name. Sally, might have been Sarah. Honestly, we don't, we don't care. care. Started so, with an S. Go yes. fuck yourself. So Aaron Burr's dad... Aaron Burr Sr. was a Presbyterian minister um, and he was the second president of like it was called like the College of Newark or something at that time. Sounds real prestigious. Well it later went on changed names became Princeton. So it is an incredibly prestigious school and it was the best in the country at the time. It was incredibly hard to to get into. His dad's a fucking genius. Um, And most people who went to college at this point were going to school to become politicians and no not yet so at this point they're going to school to become haberdashers uh, uh, no to work in religion to work in like theology or like to become gotcha. that's like oh, what people right. went to higher learnings for yeah they went to it was basically they're like Jesuit school and shit kind of like so he's Marquette a university so he's a famous Wisconsin so he's like a famous well, Presbyterian four. minister he was the second yeah, president really of what is now Princeton I'm just, just I have blo- so many notes Look, guys, the Quins are just talking no 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 it's fine I'm used to this I'm gonna blow through you have your little right, mar- you have your little happy married moment <laughs> I'm gonna single just fucking steamroll through you single single steamroll single tin single tin um so single dozer <laughs> yeah sorry 
Um, so on purpose, guys, aggressively single. Um, <laughs> so his mom was also she was incredibly well educated for a woman of her day. What? Um, her dad she went to home ex school and two. <laughs> she could. Go she to- was so good with the help. Um, <laughs> uh, no, she. Uh, her dad was a like sort of a dealer very famous uh, theologian at ah. the time named John Edwards which I found funny oh that he is was, funny but he was basically he was like a celebrity of his day He's did like he impregnate f- a campaign worker yeah definitely okay 100% 100% 100%, 100%. Uh, a, a uh, staff staff worker, worker. it's called him that that's called him that campaign um, staff worker yep. working his staff working on, working on the staff working that staff um, so his parents were both incredibly intelligent he comes from this very well to do family a and little he bit shot someone in the face a little bit American royalty um, that's cool I like all of that yeah except that both of his parents died before he was three years old oh yeah so then he moved in with his maternal grandparents the famous theologian uh who both died within a year oh god um so then he eventually he's cursed yeah he he, murders a little bit he a little bit like jump him and his sister jump from like family member to family member kill them they they don't know they're serial killers it's hard yeah were they actually the killers no, mm-hmm. he was like two. He didn't murder. The um, killer is inside the house. Yeah. And it was yeah. the babies. Yeah. yeah, the telegraph is coming from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, maybe. Maybe Aaron Burr married his family. Because well, it was a different time, right? Killed his family, not married his family. Aaron <laughs> Burr killed his family when he was a year and a half old. That's yeah. a different story. Then, yeah. like, then they just give babies knives as toys and shit in olden times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Any better. You know what? I bet he shot someone in the fucking face. Yeah. I bet he did. All the babies playing with a musket. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's got his little musket balls and his black powder. <laughs> and that, children, is what we call foreshadowing. Yeah. Um. So he bounced around, him and his sister bounced around to different members of the family they have a large family like living in the same area they're a very well-to-do family from both his mom and his father's side so he he has places he can go he's he's sad he's an orphan him and his sister but he's okay like he's not like on the street begging yeah, for snickles he's fucking fine he's got okay. a lot of snickles okay um Sock full of snickles. yeah so he's eventually land they eventually land with their maternal uncle um, and they're raised by that family. That family has three sons of their own that are right around Aaron's age. So he grows up with them like brothers. Like his sister goes on to marry like that family son's best friend oh, who wow. like went on okay. to start the first law school in America. Wow. Like they're very, this is like intermarrying among the royals kind yeah. of, but early American edition. They're all anemic. So they're kind of fine. stub their toes and they bleed out. Yeah, they like. just are, yeah, they can't stop bleeding. Um, so he was, he uh, applied to, to go to Princeton, which his father yeah. used to be president of, when he was eleven, mm-hmm. he didn't. Whoa. He didn't get in, but then he got in when he was thirteen. Oh, okay. And he and, and he came in as a sophomore, so he was fine. Okay. Which he is, was a smarties pants. Which is impressive, like thirteen-year-olds. I was an eighth grader. I wasn't a yeah. sophomore of shit. L- look. Here's the I thing. was still eating my boogers for shit's sake. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't well, here's the thing. Like colleges worked a little bit different. No, I do not. <laughs> Not when you're around. No. <laughs> you don't see it. Look, if I do, you wouldn't know. <laughs> That's my single shame activity. We had a video podcast. <laughs> uh, so colleges did work a little bit differently back then because it was basically like, schooling was not equal across okay. the board so if you were wealthy you had a lot more schooling so you were much more likely to go to college kind of like now so yes but worse oh, um so if you well because only white dudes could go 
Um, so if when you hit a certain level of like you've done all the school and we can give you, then you go to college. So it wasn't unusual for like a 16 year old to gotcha. go to college. It was unusual for a 13 year old to go. Gotcha. But not not as crazy as it is gotcha. nowadays. Like nowadays, mm. that would be fucking bonkers. There'd be a TV show shit. about you, and then exactly. like you play, yeah, it'd you, be on CBS. Old people would love it. Yeah, um, I've got a diary, but it's a computer. I'm so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so a smart kid. <laughs> I'm gonna grow up to be on a Lemony Snicket show. <laughs> um, so he graduated at age 16, and then he stayed for an extra year to study theology and get an additional degree in theology because he thought he was going to be a Presbyterian minister like mm-hmm. his father. So he stayed for that extra year got his extra degree then he worked under some big jesus muckety muck for a couple years and <laughs> tried to for jesus tried he did to, an internship for jesus he did, yes he was he clerked for jesus jesus was like look is you know this isn't unpaid right yeah, this is exactly. yeah. super unpaid internship. Yeah. you know you can't fuck no, anyone right it, yeah no right? we're saving oh, your no, soul presbyterian you fuck people you, you, fuck, you fuck people it's fine no guarantees on your soul yeah um so he eventually decided this is not for me um and at that point he was 19 he, fucking. he had moved in with his sister <laughs> <laughs> he just loved fucking. Loved fucking. Um, loved fucking. He had moved in with his sister. He loved fucking his sister. Gross. Wow. Uh, no, no, <laughs> that no, took no. A turn. No, no, we're we're gonna get to the family fucking. We're not there yet. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're jumping yeah. the gun, sweetheart. We're gonna get there. That was good. Jumping the gun. Uh, Foresha- hey. Foreshadowing. Um. So he he moved in with his sister. His sister was married to this guy who was like starting the first college. I'm so sorry for everything. It's I'm okay. I I'm I'm here guys i have two pages and i'm here read faster so me stop fucking interrupting me (laughs) now you know how i feel uh and so because he's living with his brother-in-law he decides i'm gonna be a lawyer okay he was going to school he's gonna be a lawyer he's like really good at it he orates with the fucking best of them and then boom war oh so he gets sidetracked by the revolutionary war much like your dude yep um my dude was aimless yeah so he was a soldier he was actually number two under benedict arnold for a while oh literally where he learned to be a soldier was from benedict arnold from the world's best trainer yep jesus and then he went on to be a an equally good american trainer um so he distinguished himself in the battle of quebec um, which was a really rough fucking battle, as Mally My said. Guy was How did he too. distinguish himself? He he, uh, he was under Captain Montgomery, and then Captain Montgomery got shot, and then he was literally trying to drag Captain Montgomery off the battlefield while he's fucking bleeding out. And then at some point, he realizes fucker's dead, and he's Ugh. still like, "Nope, deserves a hero's burial," and yes, keeps he trying does. to pull him out, like while he's getting like musket balls whizzing by his fucking face. Wow! And then he rallies the rest of the men to like get them out before they all die. Um. That none of that's in my notes. That's all off the fucking dome. Yeah. Wow. Um, he Ladies also- and gentlemen, <laughs> Vanessa Singleton. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Um, it's so warm in here. Um, he also distinguished himself. Boost. Yeah. He also distinguished himself at the Battle for Manhattan, and he again like saved a bunch of people. He's basically really good at like when people should retreat, being the guy who's like, "We're retreating. Good Here's at- how we're retreating, and we're all gonna fucking live to see another day." He's awesome at finding people have been shot and dragging them through dirt. Yes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so, so he really he saved a bunch of our of, of American asses in the Battle for Manhattan. And uh, normally, when you like distinguish yourself under 
under peril you would get written up by george washington in the next days like it goes out to all the troops being like here's the top five people here's employee of the day from yesterday Mm -hmm. this is normally what would happen and hey it's me it's george washington now it's time for the top five soldiers (laughs) yeah number five yeah pretty much so so normally this happens but aaron bird does not get recognized by washington no and washington is like well yeah he like had all these reasons he had a bunch of fucking reasons for why he didn't do it but everyone sure. was like why isn't Aaron Burr on this list he fucking saved our asses George, and George Washington. Washington's like cause I don't fucking want to pretty much yeah well I'm George Washington yeah I don't have to fucking Wait, listen like, to you who did he kill nobody who did he drag everybody, everybody. dragging not, not heroic killing dragging dead people not making my top five no um at least hey Tough but fair. Yeah. Retreating, not heroic. Yeah. So, so hey, from, that's a good point. Yeah. So fuck from this guy. point, Aaron Burr is a little bit like, fuck you, Washington. Yeah, he's not a And happy that man. continues through the rest of his political career. Um, the man with the phony baloney horse teeth didn't like the fact that I dragged people. Yeah. Me. That's what Aaron Burr That's what he sounded like. a good like. Aaron Burr voice. Keep Thanks. that for the rest of the episode. Okay. Okay. So then at the Battle of Monmouth, which is where we fucking shit the bed. Yeah. Uh, everything went really bad and uh Aaron Burr gets super fucking sick he gets like heat stroke and then like a touch of malaria he's like shitting himself and sweating to death it's real oh, bad boy. he's super sickies oh my fluids are going out of my body and butt yeah and also the Battle of Monmouth did not go well for America no. so he got really sick and then his men didn't do well because he was incredibly and let me sick guess fucking Washington didn't give him a write up for shitting his he, pants he didn't he didn't give him anything and so Aaron Burr was like fuck it I'm sickly now so I'm leaving the army and I'm going to go back to law school. Oh, so he goes back to law school. <laughs> now you're definitely not getting written well, up. Well, yeah. here's the thing is that lots of people say that he air quotes left the army but uh-huh. it's really because he went to work in one of the fucking Washington spies thing and he became like a covert oh. agent for oh, the revolution okay. Oh, okay there's no proof of that obviously but there's a lot of talk that like he sort of became a spy gotcha. and was working he lived in Manhattan he was a working in Manhattan so um he was still working on the war. He, he was he made in Manhattan. He was a made in Manhattan. Sorry, Jennifer Lopez. Um, so in 1782, he passed the bar in New York. Sorry, Aaron Sanchez. <laughs> um, in 1782, he passed the bar in New York, and he married the love of his life, Miss Theodosia. Oh, and Theodosia. Theodosia. Theodosia is an interesting woman. She's also incredibly like educated and like uh, killer name, by the way. Yeah, Theod- she's named after her father, whose name was like Theodosius. So they made a female version of it and called her Theodosia. All right. And then she had one daughter fucking named that bitch Theodosia, Theodosia too. too. Badass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. um, but the- I am excellent. You shall have my name. So Theodosia is much older than Aaron. She's very wealthy. She's Whoa. also married what? To, a, to a general on the British side of this war. Oh! So Aaron Burr's like, like fucking her on the side until her husband side. dies in Georgia and then they get married and she becomes part of the revolution. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Badass. Yeah, badass. Time out. I don't trust your uh, allegiance here, sweetie. Oh, no. I think that she just married someone they made her get married to because she's like a British muckety muck. She had five kids with him. He was a dickhead. Then she met Aaron Burr. He's like this young revolutionary like upstart. Teenager and she's like dick. She'd rather cool. marry him. Incredibly <laughs> penis. She was the first cougar, you guys. Yes, exactly. So powerfully penis was Aaron um, Burr. And like George Washington married a much older woman who already had children as cougar. well. People do it. Wow. Um so she had <laughs> People five People do it! People do it. <laughs> she had five kids, five sons from her first marriage. Okay. Um once they're married, they have one child who survives into adulthood. Like mm. I said, it's a daughter. Theodosia. Also named Theodosia. Um, and 
uh, Aaron Burr like dotes on this fucking girl Aww. he takes in the five sons and he like adopts them yeah. as his own once his wife dies he continues to take care of them he like makes them part of his law practice how much he, older is she like 10 years nice. significant That's significant, significant. In um but so theodosia he's just like nope my daughter is just as good as these boys are so he gets her all the same schooling Aww, all the, the same tutors feminist, and he's kind of is the first feminist he used to write all these papers being like i'm going to teach theodosia to be as good as a man so that everyone will realize that women are just as good as men are Fuck yeah, That's pretty, Aaron Burr. yeah pretty good he gets a bad rap in history um well he's kind of a prick he's a questionable character we'll get to that um so he loves that vagina walking down wilshire flapping in the wind yeah he loves pantsless women on wilshire um in (laughs) (laughs) um that really got melissa the sound effects um so he in um in 84 he runs for new york state assembly he wins um, because of a man named george clinton which i found funny that is oh. funny um, did he have big dreadlocks yeah he was a crazy funk yeah. later george clinton turns on him he's a turncoat george clinton oh um and then he becomes the new york state attorney general um and then in ni- in 91 he becomes a u.s senator and he takes the seat the u.s senator because he's like tired of state politics he's gonna get into politics on the national level mm-hmm. so he takes the seat from philip schuyler and mm-hmm. philip schuyler is alexander hamilton's father-in-law gotcha mm-hmm. and Philip Schuyler and he and Aaron Burr changes political parties to run against Schuyler so that he can win because he knew Schuyler's seat was like uh, uh, at risk. Yes. Yes. There's a word for that. But yes. So so then he becomes a U.S. senator. Um, and then in 96, he runs for president ah. and he comes in fourth. <laughs> Good job, Aaron. Um, Who won that year in 96? Um, hold Adams. on. At, oh, damn it. Yeah, you're gonna you beat me. I was thinking about. It. I was like, wait, ninety six, math, George Washington. Well, because it's Washington, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, and by the time Adams. and by the time Jefferson wins, he's vice president. Gotcha. So that's why that was easy for me to do. Mm. Um, so he becomes bored with the U.S. Senate because it really not a lot's going on and a lot more is going on in the state level. So he's like, I'm going to go back into the state level. So he goes back into New York politics. Sounds like he he's got starts ADD. Tammany Hall, which oh. I don't know if you guys know what Tammany Hall is, I do but not. it's what a is political it? organization that's huge in Manhattan. It pretty much ran the what 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 became the democratic party in new york until like the 1960s wow oh, that's significant. um and it was like a social club and he turned it into a fucking political powerhouse wow. club and it stayed that way for 200 years nice. let's eat steak smoke pipes and complain about our wives pretty much and also <laughs> politics he also started a business called the bank of manhattan where he was uh at, he opened a bank and he was using the bank to um to give loans to middle class people so that they could become landowners so that they could vote so oh, that he could like get have get their more sway vote. in politics hmm. but richie rich's do not did not like this yeah so they really came down on him hard but he was really trying to level out the, the equality field. of wealth in america also the, was he doing that because he was a cool dude or was he doing that because he wanted votes debatable Debatable. Uh, yes. There are books written on both sides. Um, also, so the Bank of Manhattan uh, grew and changed names over time. It now, in its current iteration, is Banco Popular. Is called J.P. Morgan Chase. Oh, that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. 
Watch uh, the big short. He also, of, yeah. he also started yes. the bank because he told everyone in New York, like, I'm going to start this real estate company. And then like, we're going to do real estate. And we're going to do 17 other things, including banking. So everyone's like, OK, fine, including Alexander Hamilton. So they sign off on all the paperwork and let him do it. And then he's like, just kidding. It's a bank. <laughs> and then Alexander Hamilton, whose whole jam is banking. That's sort of his whole yeah. deal. is pissed. Treasure feels like Aaron Burr lied to him uh, to get this bank started and then use the bank to get people who didn't like Alexander Hamilton to be able to vote. Um, you'll hmm. tension a Bruin. Um, I see. Yep. Yeah. So then in 1800, he decides to run for president again. Um, and doesn't win. He doesn't. He doesn't no. win. He comes in second. Hey, he, that's way better. Yeah. He campaigns with Jefferson. He campaigned with Jefferson the first time around as well. And how uh, politics worked at that time was that everyone who was in the Electoral College cast two votes mm-hmm. and then the highest winner of votes was president, president. and the second, second highest winner was, was vice, vice president, president yeah. but you did get two votes mm-hmm. so he so him and jefferson were basically together being like vote for both of us right um jefferson stabbed him in the back about it on the first election and then when the second election came around burr was trying to do his own like like undergroundy thing so that he was trying to eventually they tied they ah. tied for the same number of votes oh. so then jefferson was like no 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 the plan was that i'm president and you're vice president and aaron burr was like well we'll just fucking see how the votes shake out because we're tied so now the senate gets to figure out and then um he's campaigning super hard to get himself president and jefferson vice president and then alexander hamilton's like nah dude nah son he's a dick you should let jefferson be president because i was making a bank with him and then he said it was gonna do other stuff but then it turns out to be a bank i was mad he was he was mean to my (laughs) father-in-law what a dick i don't have a douche yeah i'm cranky i want to be on the money yeah Put me on the money. Put me. He He's named start- after those irritating things that stick on your socks. What yeah. an ass. Um, <laughs> so he year. runs for president. He comes in second. He, he, they tie. Tie. In the runoff election, he comes in second. He becomes vice president under Jefferson. Um, because of Alexander Hamilton, Cranky's pursue mm-hmm. um so he's vice president and jefferson is fucking pissed because he's like the whole plan was for you to come in second the whole time and then when you did it you were just like well, well maybe i'll be president one. now and you tried you certainly like a fucking baby when i was supposed to be the man yeah so fuck you i'm like you have absolutely no control over anything he like tries to get him out of all politics he won't oh, let him help with anything shit. you seen the tv show veep that's what this fucker is doing to him <laughs> not letting him do anything wow um so and he knew that uh, but while he's vice president he's the president of the senate okay and while he was president of the senate he presided over the Samuel Chase case which was actually a really big Chase case Chase case that was- sounds like a TV show <laughs> ah, he's a cop Chase case coming to ABC <laughs> that's um, an ABC it was show. a big case because it was a judge who was on the Supreme Court who'd said who was using his judgeship to further his own personal political agenda as opposed huh. to just yes Hmm. In, in instead of just following along the constitution oh that's funny and that Aaron Burr was like that shit is illegal you're not it allowed is. to do that you're, yes. you're not allowed to do that and so he prosecuted him he impeached him and he got him fucking kicked off the supreme court yes and it was like a big victory for like you are supposed to be impartial when you're a judge yes, you, you don't have a party affiliation no <laughs> take note <laughs> um, I so, can only laugh and sad yeah so that's kind of the only cool thing he was able to do while he was vice president and he was only able to do it because he's the president of the senate Right. Jefferson didn't let him do anything. Jefferson also changed the law so that second in second in votes doesn't come doesn't become vice president anymore. And oh, then that's when that happened. Yeah. And then during re-election, uh, 
Jefferson's like, I'm running for re-election. You are not running on the ticket with me. Oh, so shit. Aaron Burr's like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to run for governor of New York instead. Okay. So he runs for governor of New York. And Alexander Hamilton's like, oh, you coming? You coming to my fucking state? Oh. You're going to run for governor of my state? Yeah, bitch. No. So Alexander Hamilton gets this dude who like no one's ever fucking heard of to win Anthony Cuomo (laughs) sorry gets him to win over Aaron Burr who by all intents and purposes should have won Um, so then Aaron Burr's like well fuck this shit like what the fuck did I ever do to Hamilton yeah what did he do so apparently a big part of the reason why he lost was because this newspaper published these private letters that were from Skyler Alexander's uh, father-in-law to this other guy who was in who was in uh, politics at the time and they were basically just saying all this stuff second hand that Hamilton thought about Burr. So basically like, oh. we look, we shouldn't trust Burr because Burr's a dickhead because my son-in-law said all these terrible things about him. So then Aaron Burr's like, Some people me. say that Aaron Burr likes to have sex with small rodents. With his daughter. With... <gasps> That's no. what... Yeah, I wasn't far off. They were really, really close, those two. Maybe too close. And that's what they start to like insinuate that that's what Hamilton is alluding to in these letters. Oh my. So then Aaron Burr writes Hamilton a letter and is like, yo, did you say these things? Dear Mr. Hamilton. Is this really what you wrote? Do you think I'm fucking my daughter? And then Hamilton's like, I can't, I didn't write those letters. You'd have to ask the men who wrote them. I don't know what they're interpreting my words to be. I can't comment on what that. What are your fucking and then, words, turd? So then they, they letter write back and forth. They rap battle over letters for a hot minute. Wow. Basically where Burr's just going, just fucking come out and apologize and say you didn't say those things. And Hamilton's like... I'm not saying that Aaron Burr fucks his daughter, but if it's a hot summer day and she's naked, he's fucking her. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying he doesn't fuck her. Doesn't fuck her. Yeah, okay. That, uh, wait, is that how this, uh, please rewrite the letter and say that. <laughs> um, so he's basically like, Hamilton is basically like, look, I said a bunch of shit about you over the years because I think you're a dickhead. So if you wanted me to be specific about if I said this one thing, you're going to have to tell me what specific thing that is because I've like laid a bunch of shit at your feet over the years. Oh, fuck. And then Burr is like, fuck, fuck because you. Hamilton's having his own troubles. Hamilton is in the middle of the first political sex scandal to yeah. ever rock America yep. because he fucked some bitch while his wife what? was on vacation yeah. and then people found out about it and then he wrote an open letter, a pamphlet to the world, yeah. to the world being like, no, 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 I didn't steal money from the American government. I but was I did fucking this bitch woman. and then her husband extorted me for the Branson money and then he his wife lady. his wife took their kids and went to summer at the dad's at her dad's like summer house yeah. Yeah. and he who, fucked like, a married Alexander woman Hamilton how to be a politician and then he fucked a married woman yeah. whose husband then was like I'm gonna who just extort you whose husband made a whole career out of suing the US government for shit he was like an ambulance chaser before that was wow. a thing before <laughs> ambulance and so he extorted anyway so yes. Hamilton is wrapped up in his own fucking political he's in the first American sex scandal yeah. political sex scandal so Hamilton's like I can't I don't want to comment on this fucking Burr shit anymore M- my reputation's already being dragged through the mud and then Burr's like fine motherfucker duel so he challenges like him to a duel, which is super illegal. Yeah, you, why would um, you do that? Aaron, Aaron, just go, fuck yeah. Because he feels like he has no other course of action. He okay. can't get Hamilton to admit that he's being a dick to him. Hang on a sec. Were duels legal at any point? Yes. So you could do it, but now it is not a thing it that you do. It is not legal now. It used to, I think it used to not be illegal. It's just, and then it became illegal. Uh, 
God. I don't think they were ever legal. I'm not saying you can't was, shoot your friends. I don't friends. think there was ever a law that was like, you could shoot your friends in the face. <laughs> I don't think that was a thing. But it used to not be illegal. But then it became illegal. And it was more illegal in certain states than others. So in New York, if you did a duel, you could be put to death. In New Jersey, it was like a fine. So they're like, we're going to duel Do in it New, New Jersey. Jersey. Jersey style. We're gonna get the shore. We're gonna get the poly yeah, gonna, here. You got we're fifty bucks. Spike. I got fifty bucks for doing this. We're, we're going to Weehawken. <laughs> we're doing um, it on the shore. Yeah. We're gonna put our hair up real high. Yeah. We're gonna get some spray, spray tans. tans. Man, Anthony's gonna hick us up with some spray <laughs> tans. Right. Um. So they duel, and duel still happened quite a bit. And ninety percent of the time shit gets resolved before the duel oh, starts yeah. or the duel starts and no one hits anyone because yeah. these are like you're not trying to shoot fancy, anybody pistols from these olden times are, well and they're no, like fancy guns they're not fighting guns right Right. Um, also you're not trying to actually shoot somebody you're just shooting around you're them you're just trying to shoot around them you're trying to get them to say you're sorry yes um, so but these and, fucking guys hated each other yes and yeah. there's all this shit that's like Hamilton was going to aim his gun at the sky and he was yep. never going to fire on him and that's what he said but then there's all these other reports that are like no and they fought with Hamilton's guns and Hamilton changed the tension on one of the guns because normally it takes like 10 pounds of pressure to pull the trigger but he changed Burr's gun to need like a half a pound of pressure instead so he like gave it a hair trigger so that he looks like I aimed at the sky and that fucker tried to kill me um, and he like there's all this stuff he put himself uh, into the sun so that Bert, like th- yeah. there's all this stuff that's like maybe Hamilton wasn't as great a man as Lin-Manuel Miranda wants us to think he is <laughs> um, but basically how it goes they do all they both take a shot mm-hmm. Hamilton misses Burr Burr hits Hamilton like above the hip Mm -hmm. like takes out his like fucking spleen and other oh Jesus because because guns are shit back then oh yeah so good luck yeah so it's yeah it was like you get clipped by something you're probably gonna die Mm -hmm. so he gets hit he dies the next day and Burr is like Fuck. Fuck. I am in trouble. So I just goes, fucking murdered somebody. So he runs to his friend's farmhouse in like Pennsylvania, holds up there for like two days, then runs uh, down to South it's Carolina. I was just really mad he was not the best. No, no, no. And by the way, our sitting vice president. This man is vice president. That's his day job. Oh, yeah. Um, so then he like runs. Like Dick Cheney going hunting and well, shooting somebody in the face. Well, luckily he's been obviated from all of his yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, all he has to do so. is run the Senate. So he runs down to South Carolina and hides out. His daughter at this point is married to a, a politician and a wealthy man in South Carolina who like owns plantation. He hides out on her plantation for a while. Eventually they're like, you have to go back. You're the fucking vice president. Yeah. So he goes back. They don't prosecute him in New York. Or they don't prosecute him in New Jersey because while Hamilton was shot in New Jersey, he died in New York. So they oh. were so Jersey's like, we don't want anything to oh, fucking do with this. And like Burr didn't go back to New York. He went back to DC. Okay. Um so he like didn't step foot in New York. But eventually all charges are dropped. He's never charged with anything. Wow. Even though he fucking shot. Lucky asshole. Yep. So then he's so he's not now he's not vice president anymore. No. He didn't win the governor. Mm-hmm. He's now fucking murdered someone. Yeah. So he's like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go start my own thing. Um, so <laughs> my <laughs> options are limited at this point. So he heads west. So this is 1805 at this point. So he starts heading west and he heads out to... Aaron Burr's prospecting tools. Get yourself a donkey and a gold pen and pen and kit. Well, no, he's moving over into Louisiana territory, which oh. we had just... We were purchased. Ab- we were about 
to buy from Napoleon. Yes. Amber's um, Creole Kitchen. Get yourself some crawdads <laughs> and some delicious So this is his plan. So he's moving out there. He brings a bunch of like soldiers with him, and he's like, "Oh, we're like ensuring that this place is safe from the from because at this point that borders Mexico. The rest right. of the country is Mexico at this point, and they're like, we're making sure that it's safe from Mexico. We're technically in Spanish territory." Now, at this point, Napoleon is in charge in France yes. because Louis and, uh, uh, Marie, Antoinette. and Marie Antoinette are... Uh, M- is they're uh, eight pounds lighter and a foot shorter. Yep. And, mm. um, and he's put his... And they've taken over Spain and his brother is now like the king of Spain. Right. And this is Spanish territory. Yes. And so then Aaron Burr moves in with all his soldiers and he's like, I think I'm going to take this territory for myself. So he tries to rally the like Mexicans that are on the other side of that border mm-hmm. to sort of take over the space. His... His eventual plan, no joke, this is wonderful. His eventual plan is that he's going to rally all of this land back from Spain, make it part of the Mexico territory. The Mexicans will be so grateful, they will give up their democracy and make him king of Mexico. And he will be, he is gonna be king, king of Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> or, oh. em- or emperor of Mexico, debatable. But that was his plan. Guess That's a, his new plan. New plan, and also the new song on Ghosts of the emperor Revolution. Of Mexico. <laughs> king, king of Mexico. Mexico. Oh um, my god! Which pisses off France because yeah. it's because France and Spain are in bed together at this point because yes, it's Napoleon's brother. Uh, so it doesn't go well, and then he gets charged with treason because he's trying to take part of what is now America Away and make and become the king of Mexico. Mexico. Um, so he gets oh. he gets charged with treason. A bunch of fucking shit goes down. Oh boy, it's insane. If you have time to like really deep dive into it, Aaron. the politics of this are crazy because the only reason you could be convicted of treason is if you admitted it on the stand or if you have two witnesses who actively witnessed you being treasonous, treasonous. right which they didn't have either what they had was this note they had a nut they had, had, a, nut. had a nut that said that still like basically is aaron burr saying like this is what i'm gonna do and then under testimony the guy who was like working for i think it's president adams at this point mm-hmm He's saying like, no, 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 no. Like he, he definitely, he's trying to, he has all the evidence that's going to get Burr like indicated for treason. Like, cause Adams fucking hates Burr. Yeah. Um, and then the guy under on the stand is like, well, I mean, I had the note, I lost the note. So I just wrote out what I remembered was on the note. And like, that's what I'm entering into evidence was this like handwritten thing he wrote himself oh based on God. what he thought the original note said. So he didn't get He's tried not for treason. Get and, and like the president, President Adams was going crazy trying to get him convicted. It was really the first time that we had a, a like a utilization of separation of yeah. powers because it's the Supreme Court is saying like, no he's not guilty of treason and the president's like I don't fucking care put him in jail anyway and the Supreme Court's like yeah you don't get to do that (laughs) no matter how much you want him there Mm -hmm. that's not that's not Mm -hmm. part of your job right um, so he goes free. He runs. He like has. To, he goes off to Europe, and he does. He ever become king of Mexico? No, you know, never becomes king of Mexico. Yeah, Mexico, Mexico has no Mexico kings. was a little bit like we were never gonna make that fucker king. I don't know why you <laughs> thought you were gonna be king. Um, I'm gonna find out a, a way to become king of Mexico. Yeah. So, so the he, people of the sun, haven't you listened to that raging? I'm a king of Mexico. <laughs> so from 1808 to 1812, he's in European exile, mostly in London, until he tries to like get some political power in London, and then Napoleon and is like fuck that guy and gets him kicked out and he has to go back to America oh and he like God. lives under an assumed name um, he becomes a lawyer again he opens up a law practice in New York City he marries again he marries a woman named Eliza Jumal which is an- another fucking fascinating story but basically they were married for four months and he tried to like 
get all of her money away from her to like buy more land to make himself the king of something and it doesn't he's work got out. Some, like, he's fucking, trying to be king of everywhere. He's trying to be king of something. Hi, my name is Aaron Byrne. I'm wondering if you need a king. I would like to be king. I would love to be the king of your country. It looks beautiful. That's one um, of those like where if this were a psychological study of this man, I would love to be like, what is wrong with you? Well, there's something not No, he's right. Rad. Yeah, see, and this is the debate. So in 1834, he has a stroke and he dies. R.I.P. Um, uh, he lived to be like fucking 75, 80 years old. He lived well, a long ass for like time. olden times. Um, and he's one of those characters in history that like he goes down as a villain in a lot of yeah. stories because he killed Alexander Hamilton. But kind of Hamilton was a dick or he's like he was an idiot. He was trying to make himself the king of Mexico. Like or was he really super fucking smart and he just trusted the wrong guy? Like no one really knows. Hmm. And because you're he, an idiot because, because you trust the wrong guy. died not a well-to-do man, not a like respected man a lot of his papers don't exist anymore mm-hmm. so no one has his personal journal so no one really knows what was going on with him so he's like a very interesting character man yes exactly was he just an idiot who was like i want to be king i want to be or, king of mexico or was he like an evil mastermind who just made some missteps along the way we I don't know i want to be king of mexico eat tamales on the zorkalo <laughs> it's good Fuck yeah i liked it I'm about this guy. <laughs> Who so, wants to get tacos? So that's the story of Aaron Burr. He's fucking fascinating. I talked for a really long time. We're going to get to the ghosts. So he haunts a bunch of places. So the first place that he haunts is a house in New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is where he fled after he murdered Alexander Hamilton. Okay. He fled to his, his booty's house. Um, and... Uh, the his friend was like, you can't fucking stay here, and he was like, I got nowhere else to go. You can't I, stay I, here. I just murdered someone. That's illegal. Um, <laughs> so they put him in this like. Did you know? I didn't know. I made a big mistake. I, I went to Jersey. I thought it'd be fine. <laughs> I went to Jersey. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> Look, look, that argument holds up in court, man. Yeah, it does. Um, well, so, he didn't kill him in Jersey. I mean, yeah, there's no he, law. He didn't die in Jersey. <laughs> shot him in Jersey, but he didn't die there. So, I don't know. Wash nah, your hands on I it. don't know. Um, Try him in New York. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> so, they put him in this the third floor, which people didn't know the house even had a third floor. It was like a secret attic room oh, and a secret, secret staircase. Oh. And they, he hid up there for a couple days. And then he, he noped out further south to South Carolina to live with his daughter for a little uh-huh. Where he had good. sex with her. Yeah, to have more sex with her. That, if, if I'm to understand yeah. the, well, the history. Yeah, to have some more sex with her. Um, <laughs> so it's now, this house still exists oh. um, in all its uh, glory. It's now called the Aaron Burr House Bed and Breakfast. Oh. It's a bed and breakfast. Um, and it's haunted. They sort of, they don't lean into the hauntings, but a lot of people are like, it is really haunted and it is haunted by Aaron Burr. So there's one of the rooms is that third floor attic room and they're like he fucking shows up in that room people also see him on the staircase that leads from the second floor up to the third floor and they'll see him there's like one little attic window and they'll see his face peeking out of the attic window like looking looking to see if somebody's coming shifty eyes darting around like looking for (laughs) somebody coming to arrest me and then sometimes is there a daughter of mine to fuck anywhere (laughs) well and then i think it's more like is the president i got such a look from my wife when i said that I'm disappointed in you guys. Yeah, like a, like a, so that was like a like wife. Lizzie Gordon. My daughter's tits. <laughs> Only a different inflection. My daughter's tits. Wow, wow, hubba hubba. Bob has moved the microphone away from him. Bob's dying. <laughs> Bob is 
falling out of his chair. He's pushed the microphone a solid two feet away from him. He's gonna laugh. My right. daughter's tears. <laughs> Oh my god I'm plowing through <laughs> So They also see him outside They'll see him like Peeking around the corners Of the house Like looking Is anybody coming to arrest me <laughs> I think he's looking For people coming people To arrest, arrest him, him For murder I know what you think It's about I mean Or he's looking for his daughter To fuck I don't know At one Also of the two. sometimes When guests who stay In that third floor room If they're like nice And they talk to him While they're on yeah. their stay When they go to check out He'll grab their sleeve like, And no, they'll don't hear go. the voice Don't go Oh, oh. Don't go, daughter. But daughter, I'm not done fucking you. There's also this weird, like, side story that maybe the house was cursed because everyone who bought the house after his friend moved out. Died. Like, it died mysteriously, got super fucking sick, went crazy. This one guy who bought the house, like, three people later was a judge. And he was, like, a very fair judge and everyone loved him. And then he moved into the house and he started just being like... What choplifting? Kill him and his whole family. Wow. For like no fucking reason. And wow. they were like, it's the fucking Aaron Burr house. It's cursed him. So oh. they say it made people crazy. But now it's a bed and breakfast and he will just grab your sleeve and peek around corners. And say, don't leave me. Don't leave. Um, so he haunts there. He also haunts a location that's on Barrow Street, which uh, is in New York City. It's in the West Village. And it's where, when Burr used to live in New York, he had a big estate in New York. And this is kind of like part of the estate and where the carriage house was and all of that. Um... So there's this incredible write-up from a book called Ghosts, colon, Encounters with the World Beyond. <sighs> uh, that was uh, about a psychic that went to, at that point it was a nightclub called Cafe Bazaar, and went and had these elongated conversations with this ghost who lives in the cafe. And this ghost is like saying that he's one person, but he's obviously Aaron Burr, who's just come back from being in British exile. It's like oh. Interview the Vampire. It's it, like, it's crazy. Yeah. And there's all this back and forth with like him trying to say he's another name. And then like they do research later and find out that is one of the assumed names, names that he lived under uh, for a while and he, all he wants to do is like fine he's like we have to find her we have to make her safe and they think it's his daughter as his daughter had gone missing oh. um so it, it there's all this incredible back and forth uh that that location isn't called cafe bazaar anymore it's now a very fancy restaurant called one of my land two of messy it is oh, the opposite shore will be. Is it's, it a uh, seafood and steak joint? It is. It is also, uh, they decided, the most romantic restaurant in America. They have more... Uh, Paul prob- Revere's Servantor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they have more uh, proposals and weddings there than like Anywhere? any other location Anywhere. in Manhattan. Um, What's so great about it? It's like just the best place in Manhattan to get engaged if you're into that kind of thing, Lame. apparently. Lame. Um, it seems nice, whatever. It at least seems fancy. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> But so this, so one of my land, two of my sea is also haunted. There's a bunch of ghosts there. They all fart. There's a bunch of ghosts there. <laughs> There's a there. bunch of farting ghosts. Um, That's like, why it's the most yeah. romantic. <laughs> There's all the ghost farts. Oh no, Aaron Burr's farted. <laughs> Somebody's getting married. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Will you marry me? Will you marry me? <laughs> then Aaron Burr's behind us. Yes, Stephanie. Stephanie's tits. <laughs> Stephanie's tits look like my daughter's tits. Um, Does so the woman a- on Wilshire's labia look the same? Yes. That is the $64,000 yes. question. That was Theodosia Burr's labia. labia my daughter's labia. <laughs> so they say that this location is haunted by over 25 ghosts, but one of them is Aaron Burr. I uh, gotta, I, we're, we're long going. already. I gotta get through this. Mm. 
Um, so they say that one of the ghosts is Aaron Burr, and the they can tell that it's Aaron Burr because uh, and apparently when is he, he shooting somebody in the face? He shoots people in the hip. Um, no, but he's wearing like an old timey puffy white shirt, and apparently like a big part of what the that book talks about is the fact that the the ghost appears and has like a goatee, oh. which seems weird. And there's never been any proof of any painting or photograph or anything that has Aaron Burr with a goatee. But then like one of his fa- like family members, because the Burr family still exists in America. And um, and they were like, oh no, when he came back from Europe, that was like part of his air quotes disguise was he grew a goatee. goatee. So that is the ghost of Aaron Burr. He came uh, back as the evil Aaron Burr. Burr. Yeah, he yes. came back as his own <laughs> evil twin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, named like Arant Burr or something like that. <laughs> Aron Burr. Um, so they say Aron Burr Sanchez. Yeah. Aron Burr Sanchez. Yeah, so they say that the things that Aaron's ghost is responsible for is that he will like tilt pictures or like push pictures over. Um, they have a lot of they have a lot of trouble with like mechanical things will not work start and stop the lights oh. will flicker but the thing that Aaron Burr really likes to do is because it used to be where his carriage house was and the horses used to be like a little bit subterranean to keep things cooler in the summertime so the stairs down into the basement of the restaurant they think kind of mimic the stairs down into the bottom part of the <sighs> carriage house yeah and apparently sometimes waiters will be walking down the stairs and someone will yell at them and then push them down the stairs oh God, so much so that people have quit because they're like, this fucking ghost keeps pushing this me down these fucking asshole. stairs, Stop and I'm not me. about it. Yeah, all right. I'm not the king of Mexico. Fuck you. <laughs> so he's a big dick. And then the last, the last place that he said to haunt is Princeton Cemetery, oh. which is where he is actually buried. He's buried next to his father. Oh. Aaron Burr Senior, Aaron Sanchez. Um, Burr so they're Senior. buried together. They're, it's right outside of uh, where the college is. So they say that both father and son uh, will haunt the grounds. Mm-hmm. And so the father likes to like walk around the school and make sure everything's going okay. And, and just make sure like his legacy everything. is strong. Right. You know? uh, make sure that his legacy is strong and just make sure that the college is doing well. But Aaron Burr. And the people who wrote this part of the ghost story are like, he's like a notorious philanderer and liked to all the fucking of women, which he goes to the he goes to the tried out. Yeah, which we don't know that that's true, and oh. he, because he was actually a feminist, I think maybe it's not true. Mm-hmm. There are people that think he had two though. illegitimate. Two illegitimate children from slaves, but they've never been able to prove it, even though the family's like done DNA testing. They've never been able to prove it. So I don't know that Aaron Burr ever fucked around on Theodosia. I don't think so, because he really loved her. He also Um, loved the other Theodosia. I'm gonna make her so smart. Mm. Yeah. Well, and his wife Theodosia. He liked to fuck all the Theodosia. There's a Theodosia, he'll fuck her. Yeah, but he had like found an old ass Theodosia. He made his own young young Theodosia. Theodosia yeah. 2.0. Theodosia yeah. 2.0. The, the smarter, that. the better. Tighter labia. T- Way absolutely. tighter. Um, you wouldn't mind seeing her less. walk down Wilshire with her with no pants, pants on. on. I think I would. I think put pants on, guys. I don't know. America put pants on. Um, so <laughs> This 4th of July, remember, America, put on pants. <laughs> so they say that the ghost of Aaron Burr Jr. also walks around the college, but he is not making sure that the college is okay. He only showed up in the 60s when it became co-ed and he started like lifting up the skirts of female co-eds and pitching their bottoms. Wow. Because he's a notorious philanderer, which I don't know that that's actually true. I also don't know that if he's going to haunt anywhere, he would haunt the place that he's buried. Yeah. Because he didn't he didn't, he didn't live, live in New Jersey. He yeah. grew up in Pennsylvania. Look, he moved to is, New York. This is going to be my he final resting. He just murdered people in New Jersey. Yeah. He Different. murdered exactly. one Dude, person in New Jersey. Be he murdered a lot more people in Canada. My final resting place, I want it to be a place of bra burning. 
Yeah. And after the bras are burned, I want to see the boobs. Yeah. And squeeze their I want to see tushies. I want to see fire adjacent boobs. Yes. That's what Absolutely. I want. Absolutely. Freedom boobs. Freedom boobs. Fourth of this July. This is boobs. America. Freedom of movement. Bo- freedom of boobs. boobs. Of the uh, breast. So that's my ghost story. We didn't have time to get into Theodosia Jr.'s stuff, which is fucking crazy. Her story turned into this whole fucking conspiracy oh, of the it. female stranger, and there are pirates, and oh! there's a storm, oh and then there's God. this weird locket that turns up in Mexico that says Theodosia on it, and you're like, how did that fucking happen? Because that's not a name that anyone yeah. else has. Uh, it's crazy. There's not a lot of time for it. She also haunts a couple places, though. So the Burr family likes to haunt. Yeah. Fan of hauntings. Um, But yeah, so that's the story of Aaron Burr. I like it. I like it. Which brings me to my beer. So I chose Leo versus Ursus from Firestone, and it is the (laughs) Wookus iteration of the Leo versus Ursus uh, line, which I picked because it's all about uh, competition between Leo and Ursus, just like Hamilton and Burr, which ended in the duel, which is sort of what he's the most famous for. Not for trying to become the king of Mexico, which I think is what he should be famous for. Um, so got the corona. Yes, but <laughs> no, right? I brought you Pacifico. Um, but yeah, so this is a it's a black imperial IPA. Yeah, it is. It's eight point two fucking yeah, percent. Yes, it, it is. is dark like my soul. Yep. It is malty and hoppy and hearty. And it's roasted as fuck. Oh, it is it, good. It's a real good black IPA. It's incredibly smooth yes. and too. The, the box says it's a it's craft beer in a tall boy can yep and the box says from the crucible of conflict comes beer of great intention yeah. which i thought was fucking metal as fuck hell yeah i also like that it's called wookus yeah because it's from the way of the wookus the wu-tang the wookus um. Yeah, I thought it was good, and it was it, this it a was good. a battle. Like the story was yeah. a battle. That's kind of the only tie-in. It's an American beer. I tried to get a New England IPA. I couldn't find a good one. I went with the Wookus. The Wookus. When in doubt, go Wookus. We need to, we need to speak briefly about this beer. You would expect an IPA to be kicking the mouth. You would expect an Imperial. Yes. To be heavy. To double kick you in the mouth. Mm. You would to shoot you in the face. To black Imperial IPA to assault your face. This mm-hmm. is drinkable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it's, is shockingly drinkable. It feels more like a stout and an IPA had a baby. Yeah. Um, which is not that. normally There's a what of good a roastiness. black IPA is. Yes, it is roasty. It is malty, but still very hop forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's real smooth, though. Yeah. Melly hates it more than a normal IPA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, this yeah. is nowhere near empty. So, um, for for those of us here who, uh, well, I've also <laughs> haven't been telling a story for the last hour. Who appreciate this kind of thing? Uh, this is this is a really real like get, go get a Wukas. Yeah, try the Wukas. It's the limited run. It came out early this year. I think January or February. Oh, get it while you can get so it. So get yeah. it if you can. Get yeah. the Wukas. Leo versus Ursus. It's also Leo. E- Leo is a lion and Ursus is a bear. So it's a lion fighting a bear, which is metal as fuck. Metal. America. America. 8.2%. And 8.2. I, I don't know why. How, I just pounded a, like I took a huge gulp and I'm not like, yeah. well, that's an 8.2%. It, it, it hits you because it has a lot of flavor. So it becomes a bit of a sipping beer, I think, because mm. it's it's layered in its flavor profile but, you don't have but to. it is easy drinking you could do one of those like chug challenges you could chug you could chug this whole 16 ounce yeah. and you'd be and fine. then and then you could roll home and you would be fucked up yeah you would definitely need some more uh pretzel bites yeah. but you could do it Super you got good. 
You whereas a normal IPA, I feel like you cannot chug. No, no. it's too hoppy. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the maltiness balances out the hoppy. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's real good. So hey, uh, this is the point in the podcast where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Wiener. Wiener. Let me tell you things I love. Pabst APA. Yeah, that was good. That was a surprisingly that, good beer. I mm. did not expect to love that beer as yeah. much as I did. Yeah. Let me tell you other things I love. Wookus. <laughs> Wookus. I love a Wookus. good Wookus. Um, and you know what else I love? People being your, the king of Mexico. Your daughter's tits. And, and I love people being the king of Mexico. And I love my daughter's tits. But the one thing that story didn't have was uh, a swearing man on the back of a horse named Nancy Melissa wins. <laughs> And Batman. <laughs> it didn't oh, have, and Batman. It, yeah, it didn't have Batman. No. It didn't have, it didn't Batman. have Batman. Batman. And it tie. didn't have a, a, a man gifted in the art of swearing riding a, a horse, horse named Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nancy the horse. Yeah. That's that's pretty badass. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Melly wins this week. Yay! Yay! Okay. And America wins. Okay. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. Happy so, birthday. two things real quick. Please make sure that you stick around for the end of the episode where I'm going to write the Luscious Booty in the Rearview song because you're going to want to hear it. Uh, I want to hear it right now and it doesn't exist yet. Exactly. Uh, Other things you might want to do. Check us out on Twitter this week because there might be a kind of important question going on. Yeah, I feel like we're going to be in the fort book. I think we'll ask them both. I think we'll we'll be on all the social media. Wait, 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 tell tell us about the Facebook. Yeah, so the Facebook is Booze and Brews. And tell us about the Twitter. The Twitter is Booze and Brews. And what about the Instagram? Booze and Brews Podcast. Also, if you want to send us an email, we're Booze and Brews Podcast at gmail.com. We will take your suggestions. We'll take your criticism. Yeah, but Check us out on social media this week. We're talking about expanding our brand a little bit. We want to hear from you guys what you think that we we should do. What do you want from us? Yes. We're your trained monkeys. Tell us what to do. We're going to ask for your input this week uh, on a kind of important thing. Yeah. Moving yes. forward. Yeah, so so come shout at us. You know? We have some ideas. Yell that we expletives from the back of your horse named Nancy at us. Yes. We're we into it. it. Fuck you. Yes. Um, and then we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Next week we're doing Urban, Urban Legends. Legends. That should be pretty fucking awesome. I don't I'm even excited. know what that means yet. Oh, we're going to find I'm out. I'm thinking about lizard people. That's where my head immediately went, but, but I don't I know what we're going to do. lizard people. You did a lizard person. <laughs> Melly's mad. Fine. All right. So tune in next week where I won't do lizard people, but there will be booze and there will be booze. Booze and, yep. Till then. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>